Well, Lane had to work again, so I've got Emily and Blaze with me, my real friends. Yeah. That's right, Blaze, you were upgraded between segments. <laughs> yeah! I'm real friend now. <laughs> I am friend Blaze. I am friend Blaze. I fetch the serve. <laughs> Emily, you there? Yeah, I'm here. You want to do the thing? Wait, do I have a thing I have to do? No. Oh my god, I'm a moron. Um, why, am, am I really allowed to? Yes. Okay. It's the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World today. Cue the roll call. We are live. Loading. Tempered Zeal! Bluecaster Superichi! A Spark of Courage, the Power of Dreams! Orange Caster, Global Soft Perka! Shining Through the Night, Spellcaster, Blade! Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! Awesome. Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger episode 360! Why not? 360 no cast! Episode why not? There is a cast. Yeah. Uh, it's episode why not, I guess. Because why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why have Blaze here? Why not? <laughs> why not Lane here? <laughs> I didn't realize he wasn't here, and since he isn't here, I can. I, it's kind of funny that I'm spending like the entire time working on a drawing for him. <laughs> now he'll never know unless he watches the episode, which he won't because he's that kind of narcissistic ass who only listens to the episodes he's in. True. <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> I mean, I might, I might sound like I'm, like I'm putting him down, but he's admitted this himself. <laughs> okay. He only he told me he only listens to episodes he's been in, which is weird. <laughs> I thought he was going. Wasn't he going on a huge Cast Ranger rewatch like recently? He did show. He did uh, post that he was watching some old episodes a while back. Um, I forget which one, but the. It was the one where Zeo Trinity was debuting, I think, because we had the fucking Wheel of Fortune thumbnail. I remember that. I don't remember that. Uh, yeah. Anyways, we are a bunch of people. That's right, I'm just going to be normal this time. Uh, I thought you said something about grapes. <laughs> I did. I, I dropped grapes. Oh, oh. You, you dropped grapes. Yeah. We are a bunch of grapes that are on the floor who get together every week <laughs> to talk about Common Rider Super Sentai and a third thing. And uh, this third thing that this week is also Super Sentai. Yeah, the third thing is the second thing again, <laughs> but an third older, shorter one. Sorry, go ahead, Emily. No, I just said the third thing is the second thing. Yeah, what do you know about third thing? That's uh. Talking about. <laughs> That's a Brummel High joke. Yeah, that's old. I love it, though. Anyways, so this week we're talking about Kamen Rider Revice, Episode 4, Zenkaiger, Episode 29, 
And the Ryu Soldier, I don't even want to call it a movie because it was fucking 14 minutes long, but the special called Memories of Soulmates. It was a really short movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All right, let's get into Revise. So this one opens up with Daiji once again insisting that Iki should sign the goddamn contract. May I? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. ahead. It's not entirely related to Revice, but is related to Revice opening song. Okay. Um, and I feel kind of embarrassed saying it, but I know that it will be something that you guys think is funny, so I'm going to try to say it without cringing okay at one part of the song every time i hear it what i hear is feel the wind on your balls (laughs) every single time i know what they're actually saying now is a very weirdly pronounced deal with the devil but Uh. every time i hear it's feel the wind on your balls and it's just like no no that's not what they're saying i don't want to do that Dead brain! Bust, he's technically naked. Oh no! <laughs> that could no. be argued. Never say that again. I don't see no pants. <laughs> if Vice wore pants, would he wear them like this or like, like this? this? Or like this? <laughs> Just but show sec- him like normal and then show him like with it on his tail. I was gonna say the second one just him has pants on his head. No, that's even better. Because <laughs> he absolutely would not know what pants are or how to do them. How to do them? Like, h- how to do pants. How, how do, do pants. How do pants. pants. <laughs> I, yeah. I actually have something from the theme song that I wanted to say. Then once the last time I was on, but I completely forgot. Okay. What is it? Uh, for some reason, anytime I listen to it, it gives me fucking, like, Yu-Gi-Oh vibes. <laughs> like, it's like... Like, it's like mystical, like modern day, like mystical kind of story. Fucking demons and shit that get summoned. Yo, move! Revise-o! I'm sorry, but I am going to hell for this, but all I can think is, it's time to feel the wind on your <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Everyone gets to go home with that one in their head. It's time to feel your balls. Wow. Oh God. So I'll say that while last week Daiji really fucking pissed me off with his oh I'm so weak and useless bullcrap, he kind of turned it around this week. Yeah. He got right the fuck up in Iki's face and went, "All right, you want to fucking dick around with saving the world as a side job?" Fuck this! Find the monsters yourself, fuck boy! Yeah. You I said kinda... that in a slightly but not much nicer way. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of respect that. It's like, I don't yeah, need this you... shit! I got shit to do! Yeah, that's pretty much, again, like, aside from the language, you pretty much did just say, F this, I'm out. <laughs> only upset because you can't transform! Ooh. Well, I mean, if you want to be shitty, you yeah. Yeah, yeah, that he, was that was kind of a 
just mean. Icky was just. I as have scarce. a feeling he's gonna turn evil, and I don't want that to happen. Mm, I don't I can, know about I can that. See him being evil. I can see him being evil only by the extension of like Phoenix being revealed to be evil. You know what I think will happen? Because. All right, so this is skipping ahead a little bit, but we see that George has a goddamn fucking Common Rider merch collection. He does. And he's clearly physically training himself to be a rider. Like he's like he's exercising when we see him. And we already know that there is a driver that's in the Phoenix headquarters that is not the driver that Common Rider Evil's using who we talked about during the extra. So now we know that there's at least 3 Common Riders. So, I've talked about this in the Discord and in the Cast Ranger group chat, but here's how I think this is going to play out. Daiji is toughening himself up, learning how to be decisive, and what I think is going to happen is George, who is clearly developing his own Kamen Rider system, because we've seen him actively collecting combat data, data while Revice has been fighting, what I think is going to happen is George will take an interest in Daiji and take him under his wing and use him as a test subject, a beta user, if you will, of the belt oh. that he will then later take and use himself. Oh, holy shit. I can, I can totally see that. I can see it too. That's kind of mean, but I can definitely... I can, like, I can totally see him using him as a guinea pig. Uh fucking dying and then he's like oh i need to reduce this I don't know about dying but maybe he'll just like lose a battle real real hard and then george will be like all right he's had his 15 minutes fucking my turn now and then he'll have the most glorious debut in the whole show either that or then he'll use it it'll kill him and daiji has to use it from then on hmm. also possible which i i don't want anything bad to happen to george but i know that He's probably going to end up being at least a little bit evil. It definitely, he definitely has big Sengoku Ryoma energy about him. The dude has fucking riders holed up in his basement. Yeah, we don't know what that's about yet. Are um, you sure they're just 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 two thousand dollar replicas? Those are big replicas. <laughs> those are just real dolls dressed up like riders. Just randos off the street. That's right. Dress up for me. This is my kink. <laughs> Riders are my kink. <laughs> um, and then we also get some information about the dead men's. Apparently, their motivation is in order to revive Gifu, who's trapped in this statue, they need six sacrifices. The three of them are already half of what they need, and they've categorized themselves as Giftex sacrifices which I guess is like their categorization are, are as generals. And what they're trying to do is find three people with strong enough willpower who can not only spawn an actual dead man instead of just a mook, the Gifu Juniors, but then also follow through with the advanced contract to evolve them by way of fusing them with the dead man they spawn into a phase two dead man, which then makes, which then makes them quote-unquote eligible for sacrifice. Yeah, I wonder what that means exactly. Does it mean that they will disappear and there will be only the dead men, or will it destroy both? Well, uh, we actually did see what happens in this episode, because Ayaka goes phase two. Yeah, she does, but that she doesn't get sacrificed, presumably. No, what that does is it makes her eligible for sacrifice. So I think what they want to do is get three people who don't care about their human lives, 
get them to become phase two dead men's, and then the six of them sacrifice themselves to Gifu. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It's interesting that he only takes dead men's, though. I mean, it's he's presumably some sort of dead man god. Yeah, they're more evil, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as um, we find out, the girl in the black who spawned the Kong dead man was actually Ayaka. So it turns out that that bit at the end of episode two or three that said the culprit was Sakura fucking lied. Yeah, what at least. Strange. Uh, yeah, so it, it turns out that she's just really pissed off at her mom because she's been ignoring her and focusing on her super popular idol sister, Miharu. Which is an understandable motivation. It was actually yeah. kind of upsetting seeing just how much she was being ignored in favor of her sister. Yeah, definitely. And then the mom kind of, even after the big like revelation of how much she cares about her, she still seemed to care about me harder more. I mean, she. We did just watch Miharu fall off the fucking roof, so it's kind of reasonable for her to still scream for her concern. Uh, that is. Is fair, but it just sort of adds insult to injury, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and then, hold on, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, yeah, so that whole thing from last episode with the stalker with the gun, yeah, that was apparently hired by Ayaka herself. She hired the dude to kidnap her, so she, she would hope she was trying to trick her mom into giving a shit. That just is so strange, like... You can in Japan. You can just hire hitmen to. I guess you can do that in not in just Japan. You can do that anywhere. Yeah, you can hire people to kidnap you. Just gotta find the dark web. You can hire people to kidnap you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like you can hire. <laughs> you can hire people to do anything. Just like you can literally say, "Hey, uh, I don't want to fucking go into work today. Uh, fucking, I want you to." You make it look like you kidnapped me and then dumped me off in the middle of the woods somewhere. I mean, hell, that's the opening plot of Final Fantasy IX. Someone wanted to get kidnapped and then got dumped in the woods somewhere? Yes! I know nothing <laughs> about Final Fantasy besides Moogles exist, pretty much. <laughs> like, that's my entire... And Chocobo. Chocobo also exists. My entire, like, Final Fantasy... Also, not counting things I know from Kingdom Hearts, because that is a separate series. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, I know that there are Moogles, and they're cute, and they're Chocobos, and they have a cool theme song, and that, um, Sephiroth has <laughs> All I know about Final Fantasy is that they keep making more when it's supposed to be the last one. I feel very ashamed by this, this, but it is the absolute truth. That is how little I know about the Final Fantasy series. Well, you should play more of them. Anyways, back on topic. Uh, so Miharu has this like concert that they go to, and this is where things start happening. And I love that Iki, at, in once in like sentences back to back, denies having a romantic interest in Ayaka, and then presents his fucking picnic basket full of love sandwiches, and then tells and then tells Vice he can't have any. Yeah, more of that yelling at the invisible thing trope, which I hate. Like, I I said it in one episode aired. Fucking no, like, most of the time in these shows, not always, but like a good chunk of the time, these take place in real time. So like every week is a week for them. 
Meaning, if that's the case, he has been revised for a month. People have known he had, can see a demon for a month, and they still are surprised when he talks to nothing. Yeah. Like, they saw him henching in episode one. They saw yeah. a fucking demon come out of him. It's and, just... Uh, <laughs> I'm starting to think that no one can ever know in the theme song is not him, them saying you can't tell anyone, but literally no one can absorb that no knowledge. No one has the ability to know because they refuse to process it. No one comprehends this. <laughs> No one can comprehend! Everyone is real dumb! <laughs> what the fuck? How have you not noticed? Yeah. Seriously, are you blind? <laughs> We've been trying to tell you! I don't know, anything is funny if you sing it. Yeah. It's gonna be the next fucking ninja steal. <laughs> oh yeah, da 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 ninja steal. I remember that when everything became that. Yep. Um, um, so yeah, the, the love sandwiches. Yeah. He he had it had vice basically being like, "What is love? Do you eat it? Is it what is love?" And like, <laughs> does he not really not know what love is? I mean, it's safe to say that he didn't exist a couple of weeks ago, so he probably doesn't okay, understand a lot of you know what being that's... alive is about. He doesn't know what love is, but he knows to break the fourth wall. What yeah. is love? Iki, don't hurt me. Damn it. Exactly. Don't hurt me. No more. <laughs> New form. Yes. <laughs> oh what, my God. what is love? Iki, please henshin. Please henshin. New form. <laughs> and then he says, don't hurt me while being ridden on as Patera Genome. I'm um, really sorry that this entire show has just become oops all memes. That's okay. It's that's, that's the only way I'm gonna enjoy it. Um, can we talk oh, for a minute just about the fucking f fallacy of logic that is? We've seen it twice now: once with Ayaka and once with the golfing caddy. What the fuck is going through their head that they think, man? That person needs to shape up and do better and like me better. You know how I'll get them to do that? By threatening them with a fucking monster! Well, I mean, I mean... To be fair, have you ever tried threatening someone with a monster? Maybe it could work. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. Love me more or this thing will eat you! But also, like, at that point, she doesn't get, like, she says, she doesn't give a shit about her human life anymore. Like, she just wanted to kill her mom. That's the only, that's the only way she would actually care about her. I because, mean, she was screaming you know, at her mom to pay attention to her while she was summoning the monster. So clearly there's yeah. still, it's not just you die, it's I want you to care about me. Just like the caddy was like, you need to listen to me, but you should do it while I'm summoning this fucking monster. I mean, if if you stab someone, they are probably the last thing you think about. <laughs> it was actually genuinely upsetting when she didn't pick up their mom didn't pick up her call when she was kidnapped because she was just like, "Yeah, I was busy and I didn't know you were kidnapped." And like what's really bone chilling about it is how she plays it off because like they're talking about it and she's like so, like, why didn't you answer the phone while I was being kidnapped? And the mom's all, oh, I didn't think it was that important. You don't answer the phone sometimes. And just completely ignores the idea that her daughter was kidnapped. 
You're still on that. She didn't even say like, oh my god, you were kidnapped? Are you okay? No, she's just like, I didn't realize you were kidnapped. You're so, fine now, um, though, right? Cool. Come watch the show. Also, fucking, her sister, like, in the flashback where it showed her another thing of her mom not giving a shit about her, it shows her little sister watching her own performance. <laughs> fucking. God, I'm awesome. Like, so it's like it. exactly what Lane doesn't do. With, oh, no. <laughs> I'm about to say, like, this girl is fucking Lane levels of ego. Wow. That's mean. That's... We can say that because he's not going to watch this. Yeah. Can I say that I think he is cool and I like his taste in Pokemon? Sure. The, the dude is fucking amazing, but we're allowed to insult him. <laughs> that's, I guess that's fair. He's not above criticism. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> if you can't casually insult your friend, then I mean... Are they really your friend? Uh, but like, yeah. that's mean, but like, if you can't just say, like, you're an asshole. <laughs> you always punch the ones you love. <laughs> I don't know. You always ride or kick the ones you love. Yeah, that, as per this episode. But, uh, Pretty so much. Christina Aguilera shows up at the concert <laughs> and goads She Ayaka. also showed up at the, um, sorry for interrupting, but the, the last night they did, like, the rededication of Disney World for the 50th anniversary and Christina Aguilera performed and all I could think oh. of was actually from that. <laughs> I just think it's funny that this episode was about a concert and Aguilera attends. Yeah. Uh, and then convinces Ayaka to go the next level, which apparently is done by way of using the stamp on the monster, which is like sign stamping your signature on a contract. That's pretty cool. I do like the whole contract theme a lot. It makes sense with the deal with the devil thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then she merges with the monster, and apparently the name of this form is Kong Dead Man Phase 2. Uh, the design is really fucking out there. Looks more like a spider. Like Yeah, it did not really look like a gorilla at all. Yeah, and also just like I, the, the idea of a gorilla just doesn't mesh well with Ayaka as a character, I feel. Yeah, I wonder why it was a gorilla. Like, she wasn't a physical fighter of any sort, so the fact that she was the Kong dead man seems really random. Was it just so they could get that stamp to, uh... Maybe, I don't know. I, I mean... I don't know, maybe it's... But yeah, she was... I don't know, I'm trying to think of something. The form was really buff, and it had this wild red hair and fucking hands on the head. And then these, like, jester shoes. And I'm just like, who the fuck designed this? This is so weird! I don't know gorillas, jester shoes, that totally... No. <laughs> Ichi, she wants attention from her mother. <laughs> would, you, would you pay attention to someone who looked like that? Uh, who wore jester shoes? Um, yeah, so, uh, this, the, apparently everyone just, like, goes home and sleeps everything off, and then next morning we're suddenly at a hostage situation on the roof of a random building, and in the interim, Iki visited their house and brought their mom to talk her off. Yes. 
And also, I'm super surprised that worked. Also, Iki has a has a heart to heart with his mom about his brother being a little bitch, and his mom's like, "But he's not though." And Iki's like, "Oh shit, you right?" <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That that scene was so insignificant to me. I didn't even write a note about it. Oh no. I do love the fact that fucking he was just like hiding in the closet waiting for Iki to leave. No, I think he was just outside. Oh. Maybe he was in the closet. I don't know. That would explain some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so Revi holds back Ayaka in her monster form while her mom steps forward to apologize to her, and then they go into this like mental plane where they're talking to each other in her human form, and, and they hug while Revi is still holding her back somehow. Yeah. Wondering if that actually was meant to be some kind of physical thing or if it was entirely a metaphorical. It, it seems like it was primarily symbolic, but then, like, as they return to the actual world, she's pulling away as if she had hugged her. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I... she's apologizing, and then Ayaka's like, well, it's fucking too late because now I'm this monster thing forever. And her mom's like, it doesn't matter. I still love you. And now I imagine hours later, they've all made up and she's just sitting at the dinner table as a monster. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thankfully, Ryder Kick is the cure-all for everything. Yeah. This is uh, some really nice soup, Mom. I just slowly pouring it on her face. I, I can't <laughs> I can't taste it because I don't have an actual mouth anymore. This is just yeah, soup. I no longer have a mouth, so... I, uh... <laughs> You're pretty angry for someone talented enough to speak with their mouth closed. <laughs> what have I said about talking about my face? Just bashes the table with her gorilla hand and breaks it. Oh, great. Another table. Um, yeah, so then we get this very creepy shot of her bleeding out her fucking eyes going berserk. Yeah, that was uh, pretty visceral. And they didn't even explain why it was happening. Was like some sort of failsafe taking over? Or it's like, if you have second thoughts, we activate berserk mode. I think that was the demon taking over. That Maybe. is what I would guess too, but yeah. I don't know. And then we get the debut of Terra Genome, which is the Fi's form, and Vice we, is not actually a rider in this form, but a fucking hoverbike. He turns into a drone! Yeah. Fucking... How, like, utterly terrifying must that have been, like, in, in real life? Just, you see your brother fucking jump off a building, and then seconds later, rising up on a laughing motorcycle. <laughs> A laughing motorcycle, yeah. On a motorcycle would be pretty bad already, but on a motorcycle that is laughing and apparently sentient. Yeah. Open your eyes for the next revise. <laughs> Open is that your eyes. Like... Yeah. Go ahead. No, De go ahead. Defies. Refies. I do like. Good. Go ahead. I do like just how how this is the first form based on not a base form. Yeah. Oh, it's the, based on a, like a secondary form for Fize? Is axle form because the the wings on the side represent the chest plate of Fize opening up when he switches to axle form, and he's also super fast. 
Yeah. That is it's, cool. It's not Excel form. It's spelled Axel. A-X-E-L. You're confusing it with Common Rider Excel. It's actually the Axel form. Look Common Rider. You can see it on Maybe. the decade card. Oh my god. Maybe that's why he turns into a motorcycle. Because they're doing, trying to do a double reference. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's also... You could also think it's partially referencing Autovagin. Because it's a humanoid that turned into a vehicle, whereas Autovagin is a vehicle that turns into a humanoid. Mm-hmm. Something just fell. That's fine. Yeah, is everything okay? I just got some groceries, but they're fine. Okay. Uh, but, and then they, uh, they flash back to a conversation that Daiji had with George, where it's... I don't know why they even realized the Phase 2 Dead Man were, was a thing. I don't know how they knew that information since it never happened before. But Daiji just out of nowhere asked George, Oh yeah, how do you stop a Phase 2 Dead Man? Give it a fucking rider kick! Oh no, do this! <laughs> uh, yeah. So, we get this... The most of the sequence is awesome of like Terra Genome chasing the Kong dead man through the city. There's yeah. a couple of shots even, where the CGI yeah. is not great. I know I kind of missed this part, but even when they go down the building to grab her, the the like shot of them sort of zooming and weaving through those through the falling rubble was really cool. Yes, I enjoyed that greatly. It's that that's basically what Fi's axle does. It moves around like that. Yeah. And it also has one of my favorite rider kicks where it's moving so fast it literally does five kicks at once. Uh, yeah, so they. what's weird is they keep swapping back and forth between Rex and Terra as this fight is happening. But I will say that the end of it was hilarious where they switched back to Rex for the final rider kick. And because Vice in Terra Genome was doing this spin attack... When he switches to Rex and he's back he's to his just, humanoid form, like, he keeps spinning. She <laughs> just turns into the shooting star meme. Yeah, and then just fucking crashes into the ground next to them. It's late and night. Yeah, just... <laughs> and then he fucking... Doesn't he land like with his head buried in yeah. the ground with his entire body upright? Yeah. No. I will say... Vice's, like, slapstick, like, physical humor is probably the only thing that I do enjoy about him so far. That the, the suit actor yeah. has been really pulling out the stops. Remember yeah, when he, he thought he would have a whole weird fart theme? Because... I'm so glad that's not a thing! I know. I am so also glad, glad that... They fucking, they do fucking hate each other. Revi and Vice aren't really friends. Not yet, but they will be. Yeah, they will be, but, like, they're having to work for it as opposed to, like, in, in, like, the, like, in everything else we had seen up until the show actually started, they were all buddy-buddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, according to Decker, the suit actor for Vice is also Blades. That's cool. Oh my god, that this dude must be having the time of his life. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just like the past year I was doing an extremely stoic asshole and now here I am being fucking insane. The most animated character in the show. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So we cut back to the bathhouse. Icky finally signs the common rider contract. 
and gets a signing bonus of a Gundaphone of his own. And Vice is, like, weirdly already in it for some reason. <laughs> and also they make sure that the bathhouse can stay open. Yeah, they, yeah, it's hilarious how, like, nonchalant they are about it. Hey, wait, wasn't there a B-plot from last week's episode? Oh, yeah, we'll make that go away because we're a rich conglomerate. No worries. Okay. Just so you know, Iki, this is your payment. <laughs> We pay you in letting you keep your house in business. Wow, that sounds super messed up when you say it like that. Right? That's but, uh, Amazon for you. I mean, Phoenix. <laughs> I'm just imagining what an Amazon common writer would be like. Wait a minute. Wait, we have several. Not that. No, not that one. <laughs> Not Common Rider Amazon. I still, I still remember seeing the fucking memes of it's just like, like oh it's it's New Year's Eve 2020, uh, and like after the after all the year has gone by, you think to yourself maybe this will be better, and then as soon as the ball drops, Jeff Bezos bursts out of the ball with his <laughs> Doctor Octopus arms <laughs> and destroys the M and M's building. Wow. Gervais Octopus. <laughs> I will say, I just watched Spider-Man 2, the Ra- the first, the Raimi film, number two, for the first time a couple nights ago, and I, I liked it. I greatly enjoyed Doc Ock. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he's going to be in the movie. Yeah, I'm looking, looking forward to seeing him in the new one. Hello, Spe- Peter. Speaking of Spider-Man movies, fucking Venom 2 is out this weekend. Nice. I'm going to go see it on Tuesday. Gives me time to rewatch the first one on Monday. I need to watch the first one. It's good. Although I don't remember much about it. Yeah, okay, so let's get into this weirdness. So, after this conversation that Iki and Daichi have, we cut to a photo that is on Iki's table, and... And then he, like... Yeah. He vanishes from the photo? Back to the future? Some is is there gonna be some timeline shit happening? Like is Iki gonna get erased from his own timeline? What the fuck is that about? What is this leading up to? Yeah. By I... the way, Zio is here now. Oh no! <laughs> He's gonna erase the revise before it even finishes its own series. That would actually be like uh <laughs> Zio two wait no Zio three <laughs> Shit, no, that's also been a thing. Trio. <laughs> trio. Oma Trio. Oma Trio. <laughs> Decade Season 4. <laughs> uh, yeah, so next week's episode is going to be about live streaming a battle for some reason. And also the debut of Lion Genome and Kamen Rider Evil shows up. I'm excited to meet him. Yeah. Next his... week's gonna be like debut of two new guys. Yeah. With his watering can. Watering can. Watering can. That's a game. My show. favorite build half body. Watering can? Yeah, I don't know. Like with all the shit, why wasn't there a watering can? <laughs> Alright. That's my best match. Oh, well, what's the other part of it? Um, what will I don't know. Because the things are all, like, instruments of war and things that will destroy them. So, which one is watering can and what's the opposite? Uh, uh, 
Firefly, because bioluminescence light will destroy the plastic. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait. 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 Light makes the, the light from like the sun makes the pl makes plastic brittle. Um. Uh, so Someone draw fan art of firefly watering watering the can. Sorry, but the idea of like I get I get the fire. I don't know. I'm being stupid. I'm gonna call that for No, I'm. I legitimately think that you've. Like I, you could write an essay on that. I'm gonna name that form Waterfly. <laughs> pretty fly. Common <laughs> writer, pretty fly. Oh my god! Uh, you mean beautify? Bathing menacingly. Yeah. Was it who, who takes a bath with sunglasses on? I mean, I go into the pool with my glasses on. Oh wow! That way I can see. Yeah, no, same. But it's like, look at this fucking dense bitch. Those glasses are gonna fog up. <laughs> You'd like not have prescription goggles? No, I would I, like to. But I, I do, know. but I lost them. Like, and he has the chance of the fucking honking chicken. Honking chicken! Screaming chicken thing? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Alright, let's get into Zenkaidra! Let's get into Zenkaidra now. Whatever the thing lane says to open up into the thing. Nailed it. <laughs> no! Secret cake for some reason! That's what this episode opens on! I have to say that there is a weird prevalence of limited edition desserts in Japan, I've noticed. Japan will turn um, anything into a gotcha. Um, like, there were was a, an episode of the current Precure season, Tropical Rouge, which revolved around trying to figure out the culprit behind a theft of a limited edition lem um, melon bread that was stolen. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? So, limited pastries are a thing that exists in Japan, according to two shows. So, probably there is. I believe it. Yeah. And so we have the fucking tennis episode. <laughs> they turned people into little tennis ball puppets that twitch around, and I am in love with them. Blaze, there's some background noise in your end. All right. Uh, so, yes, the idea is that tennis world. I actually really like the design. They they very creatively use tennis balls to look like hair, like the, the like, curly the curly stereotypical tennis player hair. Yeah, was made out of actual tennis balls. It honestly looks like someone from Pokemon got roboticized. I just think of the Caro uh, episodes where he dresses as the tennis girl. Yeah, Wait, yes, they yes. actually have physical versions of those robots now. Sorry. The, the SD bots, I, I don't oh. really watch. Oh, yeah, I guess. Huh. Have they released the two Kaiser or two Kaio toy? Because I guess that's where they came from. Actually, yeah, those I are, think so. Those are pretty big, but, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Those are the size of, like, an actual head. Yeah. Um. So, yes, Tennis World goes around turning people into balls. You're the wind on your balls. <laughs> When you get hit with the tennis racket. 
Yep. I love that fucking Yachan like is like helping people escape and then she like does the motion as if she's pulling out a gear to linger. And then she's like And then oh, she's fuck. like, Wait, I don't have one. Yeah. I damn well tried. <laughs> Uh, and then it turns out that the fucking tennis monster can only be damaged by tennis attacks. Really? This is the monster that we blow our divine protection buff on? <laughs> My mask makes me impervious to any attack that is not tennis. My favorite episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Right? <laughs> tennis! Have you watched GX Abridged? That episode is so fucking good. No, I need to. Please do. It's so good. All I know is the episode, like the, when Little Karibo reviewed that episode. My favorite line from the Abridged is just like Professor Crowler and just like, if I wanted balls in my face, I would have gone back to Mardi Gras. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it turns out that. Zox is also somewhat of a tennis player because he read Prince of Tennis. Or some form of tennis manga that includes lots of crazy crap happening, because when all the crazy crap starts happening, he's like, this is just like the manga. Oh, this is interesting. People in our chat are saying that the actor of Zox, Atsuki Mashika, was in a Prince of Tennis stage musical. That's an awesome connection. And then we get this hilarious scene of fucking Gege and Bokawaus playing goddamn ping pong with Barashitara as the ball. Yeah, he's just bouncing around with green screen effects. Yeah, I love the sound effects. Uh, and I can then, hear someone talking in the background. Yeah, Blaze, there's noise on your end. Oh, sorry. Uh, so then Zox puts them all through training. <laughs> I love it. Like, Zeron has a fucking katana and slices a ball in half. And Vroon is just, like, meditating under a waterfall. Because that's just how you train for things, even if it doesn't make sense. I just love the noise he's making while he's under the waterfall. (laughs) And I've only ever played tennis at camps and stuff, but I have to say that even before the training, they're all better than me because I could not even hit a ball once. Oh, yeah, I'd probably be terrible at it, too. I could not hit a single tennis ball. So these guys, for having not played ever in their lives, they did a really good job. Yeah. That's because they're always running around saving the world, so they're just naturally athletic. That's fair. But I think it's more like, even if I were athletic, which I wasn't, I just could not get my line of sight to... <laughs> just Coordination. Couldn't though. line it up. Uh, and then we get some more backstory on Stacy. Apparently, he played like tennis wall ball or something with his mom. So he's he isn't. You fat. see a little flashback of baby Stacy. Yeah, baby Stacy. So it is not inaccurate to call him the Prince of Tennis. <laughs> That's true, and mm, yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, so they all challenge Tennis World to some tennis. And, of course, there's cheating bullcrap at work. He has all sorts of trick shots, and the ref is miscalling. And then... Yeah, he's the biased referee. Yeah. Because and, he's one of the one of their mook guys, yeah. so... 
And then, of course, we get the line that everyone's lolling at. His balls freaking exploded! <laughs> because the ball actually literally explodes. That was not what I was thinking, despite all the misheard lyrics <laughs> that I had recently. I was more concerned about the fact that they, like, rebound off nothing and hit you in the back. Yeah, right? They even I love how they even make comments like, this is just like my Japanese mangas. <laughs> like combat tennis, like it's a shonen anime, which I guess Prince of Tennis probably does in spades. I have no idea, sadly. Yeah. But like they spend so much time with Zeron's attempt. And then Galan just gets fucking one-shotted right in the face. <laughs> oh my god. And then the ball like turns into a coil and vines up Majin for some reason. And Vroon gets fucking set on fire and then summons the waterfall he was training under to put it out. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> uh, and then, like, when they all combine, their their final attack is like a giant fruit gusher wad of balls. Yeah. Um. So Zenkaiser and Two Kaiser challenge tennis world to a doubles match and then he clones himself and we even get fucking roll calls where they just say tennis power instead of their actual ones <laughs> and then two kaiser decides to go super form <laughs> meanwhile Kai he's like doing his like dance as he's changing form and kaito's like returning the ball going could you hurry up i need help <laughs> But even with Super 2 Kaiser's advanced speed, they just get their shit kicked in. And then enter the Prince of Tennis, Stacy. Sorry, Satoshi. In just with the his most... hair in a way that they like. Yeah. <laughs> like, apparently that's supposed to fool the world into not recognizing it's Stacy, and I guess it works. <laughs> and he just comes Play out and like... tennis. Full-ass tennis gear. And I'm like, where did you get that? <laughs> Probably robbed a clothing store on his way over. God, what's saying in that store? Uh, hmm? I, I robbed a sports authority on my way here. <laughs> I hit up a footlocker. <laughs> Did you guys know Walmart's in Japan now? <laughs> <laughs> so Stacy just gives the world an absolute shit kicking and knocks off the mask, which lets the Zenkaijers go through Henshin Roll Call Hisatsu in the matter of minutes so fast that they're doing the fucking Hisatsu mid roll call. <laughs> uh, and then they do the monster. We get the big version, the Tennis Die World. And I love that their default reaction is to summon Zenkaijuo, but then they realize, oh shit, this bestial motherfucker can't pick up a goddamn tennis racket. So they have to actually pull out Vroomajin for the first time in a while. And, and then he's still cheating because he has like a net that grows giant, but then Vroomajin yep. just flies over and does a fucking Tenku smash! It just destroys it. <laughs> I loved it. Another episode that was absolute batshit, but kind of entertaining. 
and then the episode ends with the debut of Hakaiser. I love. Well, they sort of say that there's going to be a new guy, and he shows up. Yeah. I'm sorry that I ordered that stupidly, but a red. Okay, that's stupid too. So. <laughs> yeah. So... A red guy appears. <gasps> a red guy. <laughs> but yeah, I love. I love Hakaiser's design. I'm looking forward to seeing him fighting next week. Okay, I just wrote a new guy appears, but the, but the other thing that I forgot to mention was actually um, when Satoshi shows up, it starts playing cowboy music for some reason. Does it? I didn't even notice. Like, it's just playing, like, western, like, the good, the bad, and the ugly type music when he steps onto the field. Alright. I'm not entirely sure why, but... I don't know. Um, but yeah, so next week's episode is going to be about Hakaiser, who is clearly wielding the Zengryoku cannon, whatever. And also the fucking monster of the week is, I'm fucking sorry, Persimmon World? I know Persimmons are pretty popular in Japan, but I don't know what they like, like what they symbolize there. I've let some food ones slip past because we had the fucking Kashiwa Mochi World and whatever the fuck else. But fucking Persimmon World, you are actually just out of ideas looking around your office and making a monster based off what you see. Uh, 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 uh Stapler World. <laughs> you watched, gonna be Rob Schneider. You watch. Stapler World is definitely I possible. can imagine there being a Stapler World, like, seriously. They just staple people to the wall. Or together. Mankaiser is a Stapler. It's Stapler. <laughs> Being a stapler is not as easy as it looks. Zenkai stapler! <laughs> <laughs> the new weapon for Zenkaiji. Oh my god. Can you tell how done I am? Where's the new Sentai trademark? It was supposed to happen in September! Right? It's mean though, this, this is a great Sentai. <sighs> I know people like it, so I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on it. But... That's okay. I will. <laughs> I've been doing it all year. I've said my piece. It, nothing's changed. I've got enough shit for the both of us. I'm sorry. All right, let's talk about the feature topic. Yeah, boom! It was actually very nice that this opened up with "In Memory of Monokinjo." Yeah. Was what we that that was just the fact that they did dedicate something was very good. I'm really glad they did. Yeah, yeah. I remember when they, they were filming all this and they did like the final shot and they left room for. Her. Um. So Eight. this is a side special that apparently is meant to fit in between two episodes. Uh, this is happening just after the episode where he joined. And uh, I guess the episode that happened after this involved ping pong. My memory is not amazing. Yeah, they they were playing ping pong, and then everybody got trapped inside of a minosaur. Okay. So it's basically just giving us another chance to hang out with Nada, a.k.a. the good soldier. <laughs> uh, Nada calls out Bamba to go meet Dime Volcano, who he wants to talk to about getting stronger. And over the course of the episode, we, we learn a lot about the Geisolg power set. Uh, apparently, because what they did in the previous episode, 
basically spent all of the hatred that Geisolg had accumulated over the years. Now it's quote-unquote empty, and so he doesn't have a lot of power left. So the monster, the Minosaur in this episode uh, is reawakening hatred in people, I guess, that they, that they go near. So, Guy, so Nada goes around using the Geisog to absorb the hatred, which is basically slowly building his power back up. I kind of wish we'd seen more of this. I wanted, I would love to see a whole plotline of the Ryu Soldier show where Nada is like building his power back up, but then eventually he starts to like get dangerously close to having too much and then being right back where he started. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sort of like a, really good. Sort of like a Riku Kingdom Hearts thing where it's like, oh, you're getting too close to the darkness. Um, but, uh, of course, we can't have a Ryu soldier thing with a Kanalo who finds a girl and starts hitting on her, who happens to be the Minosaur target of the week. And I love that, like, while she's on this bench, he's like, I'll find you water! And then he fucking runs off, clearly ignoring the fucking water fountain that's right behind him! That is, like, a full-on fountain. Like, like, you don't know what people have done in there. She, she's like suffering. I'm sure any water would do at this point. Uh, I don't know. At least address it. Like at least go, oh, there's water over here, but that might not be safe. I better find some actual water. And then the stupid fucker goes to Mount Fuji. Here he comes back later with water from Mount Fuji. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, and then the Minosaur is apparently just not even an actual Minosaur, but just a clone of the girl herself, which means I guess they didn't have a lot of budget for creating a new Minosaur suit. Uh, and then its ability is Can't Change, Kawadonai, which prevents the Ryu soldiers from henching while they're around it, which was a little weird. I feel like that was just delay elongating the plot longer than we needed to, even though this was literally only a 15-minute special. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Kanalo just shows up. Stop attacking her. She's my fiance. Probably eventually, maybe. And she responds by kicking him right into the plastic furniture. This um, week on the news: boy from ocean still so thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they, t they talk more about how Geisel absorbs human hatred. And then Nada's like, well, I better keep working on this since I've managed to overcome death. Oh. Yeah, there was, in this 15-minute special, he mentioned I'm never going to die twice. Maybe three times. <laughs> Nada! You poor bastard! It felt like, you know that one pro ZD, like... Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, where it's like he's the, he's the beast of the party. Well, little do we He'll know he's going to be the beast of the party. Of the party. <laughs> Archibald, yeah, he's great. Yeah, I actually put all of the King Dragon sketches in order on a video on my channel. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, and then. So, like, he brings her the water from Mount Fuji, and he's about to ask her out. And then she's like, let me thank you. And he thinks, oh, is she going to ask me out? 
Nope, it's just come save my ping pong parlor from being turned into a cafe. <laughs> well, no, it's already going out of business, so. Yeah, good luck with that. Let's invite Ooey and her dad. Oh. It was nice to see them again, but this episode was kind of depressing. Yeah. That's the problem with the whole meta. But we can at least know that Ooey herself is actually okay. Yeah. She's in America. Forever. (laughs) She's making movies. Maybe. I wonder what Starbucks she's working at. Okay, that's mean. I just remember that joke from Digimon Abridged. Because, like, they were talking about, like, Mimi being a movie star, and then they just respond, I wonder what Starbucks she's working at. Yeah, so... That's reminding me of this, the... I was a great lesbian. What do you think? Lesbian? I thought you liked boys. <laughs> I don't know if that was actually in Digimon or not, because I can imagine it being... It was, in, it was a Digimon game. Yeah. It was actually in a Digimon game. In Cyber That's Sleuth. That's amazing. Yeah. That is absolutely incredible. Cyber Sleuth are great. Both the two games, both love them. Love them both. Beat them it just both. makes me think of the I'm lesbian. Lesbian? I thought you were American. <laughs> wow. Uh, also, I was speaking in ping pong is like tiny tennis. Uh, we got more ball jokes. Yep. Uh, the uh, Melt saying, I, we can't have Tiramigo come. With him around, balls will go missing. <sighs> Oh, also, at one point, in at least the subs I was watching, uh, fucking Nada says uh, about the guy soul, this bad boy can fit so much hatred in it. <laughs> okay, that had to have been just them messing with it. Slap Slaps soul. roof of, of soul. <laughs> yeah, so that was that, and that is the episode for this week. Thank you both for uh, joining me. Thank Thanks you for having, for having me. me. Did we actually say that at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> you owe me a soda. Jinx. <laughs> I'll, I'll Uber Eats it to you. <laughs> you owe me the Pokemon Jinx. That's what I oh. was thinking, too. All right. So... You owe me a Jinx named Soda. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's how you do it. That's um, actually perfect. Yeah. And then, uh, so I finally got around to shoring up our feature topic list for the next few weeks, which is hilarious because two of the things I on my list got subbed this past week. Um, so first we're going to do <gasps> Jikai Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Next week we're going to talk about Project Thouser Part 2. Oh finally. boy. We're going to find out why Guy is responsible for everything bad that's ever happened again. Everything <laughs> bad that's ever happened in existence? Yeah. We're going to find out why he should have been murdered and not redeemed. <laughs> no. Incorrect. Uh, Skullman is a feature topic. I guess we can fit that in somewhere. I will talk to the lads and see if we can do that. The lads on the horn. Alright, so until then, until next week, thank you all once again for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome! 
The primary source mm-hmm. of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook page where we post thumbnails, Twitter account, Patreon, Discord server where you can chat with everyone cool here and listen to the show live when we record Friday nights, and our merch page and all kinds of other things. Friday. <laughs> uh, I'm leaving pause ch- in case you guys want to pipe in with anything. Yeah. Uh, t- t- check check me out on YouTube as well. Uh, or go to my fucking Twitter where I sometimes post go memes. To Twitter. <laughs> well, what's your username there? Uh, it's uh, spellcasterblaze at blazeman underscore 11. Which I'm thinking about changing my name. Uh, Real so- fucking helpful. Your name or your yeah, actual I'm- username? <laughs> Uh, both, well, because I have, uh... Well, there is no pleasing you! <laughs> Let me finish talking! I, I thought of a name that I really want to use for shit online. Uh, ADHD List Comedian. Wow. I wanted to change my Twitter username to Superichi, but it's taken, and the guy who has it isn't answering my goddamn messages. Oh, boo. Is he dead? Probably. Uh, what? I don't know. He might be. You don't know his life. Bitch, I don't know your life. Non-life. Wow. I'm sorry, um, person named Superichi who might be dead. <laughs> please, please, please don't don't what haunt the hell us. Is this lore? Yeah, I, I really don't know. I'm sorry. It's got very strange very fast. Dark Superichi. Oh no, my It's an alternate ego. timeline version of you. Yeah. Actually, we did have the entire fucking alternate casters, like the, the, the dark dimension for Cast Ranger. The Cast Bastards? <laughs> Wait, were they called that? No, I, but they are now. I might have accidentally leaked an idea from the game. <laughs> I mean, like you know, it was like it was just uh, ten up, like making uh, dark casters, and then um, uh, Baroness Baroness Dreamcaster or Orange Caster, I forget which one. It was pretty cool. I remember I uh, I didn't get a caster title. I just got called Zomblaze. <laughs> the because uh, the the lore for my cast ranger was. Like I came to, I was a super fan who came to visit you guys, got killed, and then revived by a source of magic or something. Wow. So in this dark universe, I was revived, but like not as a person, as a zombie. Zombies. I sadly have to go. Well, we all have and to go because the show. I want to keep over. singing though. Yeah. Singing. Keep on singing away. I don't know why I said singing, but thank Land you. Land on your balls. Yeah, thank you, night. Feel the wind on your bones. No one can ever see.